Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to A Safe Space Radio, also known as Art Star Scene Radio, on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Face Boy. I am Lucas Tiamori. Hi, Lucas. Hello. Last night, we went to see Shakespeare's Shitstorm, yes. the new film from Troma Studios, and it is awesome. It is great. I'm going to tell you right now, if you can, tonight the uh, the cast and the director are going to be at Cinema Village at 22 East 12th Street, I think. You can look it up for an 11 o'clock screening. If you can get to it, do it. <laughs> really fun movie. So we saw it at uh, 7 p.m. yesterday at the Museum of Moving Images. And we get there, uh, Lloyd Kaufman, he's in the lobby, he's greeting people, posing for pictures, just being super nice and approachable. Yeah, he's an awesome guy. He um, he was happy with me, Rachel, at the after party we were, we were kissing, and um, he gave us a thumbs up and, and an air kiss, and um, then he told Steve, thanks for bringing the strippers. <laughs> 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 yeah, we went with uh with with Rachel and Steve and uh you and I arrived first. Steve got there a little later and then Rachel got there when the movie had been started cuz she had to come from work. Uh so she couldn't get there right away. And uh the movie's great. Dylan who's going to be our guest here next week is fantastic in this film. She plays her character is how would you describe She's, it? her character is a social justice warrior yes there you go um and so like a snowflake basically is what um they they're referring to them in movies they have like a stro- snowflake signal that they all that all makes all the s- 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 social justice warriors come out um it's it's very funny it's a very funny movie um you know it's very lighthearted about how you know I think we've taken this social justice warrior thing a little too far, you know. And it's always good to, you know, care about people, but it, we've taken it a little far. If you're super PC, you're not going to like this movie. You're not going to like the movie, no. No. If if you are, in fact, a social justice warrior yourself, please do not go. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a libertarian like me, you might like it. <laughs> so before the film, uh, Lloyd Kaufman... Well, somebody associated with with the museums uh, introduced him, said a few words. Lloyd Kaufman uh, got up and and spoke a little bit. He asked the audience uh, if how many folks were had read The Tempest, William Shakespeare. He was surprised. We're New Yorkers. Come on. Yeah, we most read. of us had read read it. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, you know, I I have audiences of six hundred people. Maybe two people raise their hands. Yeah. He goes, well, you, you, this audience, you're going to appreciate it a little bit more. And and it did certainly have uh, lots of Tempest, the storyline, a lot of it was there. There were some things that were different, but I don't want to give too much away, so I won't point those things out. But, you know, of course, it's an adaptation. There are going to be differences. I mean, a lot of differences, not some, a lot. Yeah, it was it was a very different, very different. Uh, but it's fantastic. And go, 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 go. Buy your tickets now. They might already be sold out. Our, our screening was sold out. So if it's not sold out, go. 
Cinema Village tonight, eleven. It's more fun with the with the with the with the cast there and with Lloyd. So movie ends. I had to go home. Uh, what happened after the movie ended? Um, there was an after party. Um, Wait, there was a Q and A though. There was Q and A. The Q and A was good. Um, I went to the bathroom for part of the Q and A. I really had to go to the bathroom, so I didn't see the whole Q and A. But it was good. Um, it was with the with the guy from the museum and um, and Lloyd and one of the producers. One of the producers. One of the producers talked about how well he's doing. Like um, thanks to Trauma Studios. Um, saying how it was worth it to volunteer for free at Troma because it really opened a lot of doors for him. Mm-hmm. You know, because Troma is if you if you want to work for Troma Films, you can. You know, they're 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 very welcoming, but um, they they aren't going to pay you. You got to start at the bottom. Yeah. And now he's a producer. Now he's a producer. Yeah. And uh, and this film is 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 doing well. Yeah. It's. Uh, it had a, a review in the New York Times recently, which wasn't glowing. <laughs> but the New York Times is never going to give a trauma movie a, a glowing review. It's, yeah. It's not going to do it. Uh, so I'm going to ask you more about the after party in a minute and, and why you came home with a deer head. Because that's very interesting, and I I also there's there's one line I am going to give away. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to give it away. Um, yeah, the after party was was great. Um, Lloyd really liked me and Rachel, um, which was really nice. Um, and then Dylan performed. Dylan performed some music, um, and did a great job. Dylan is Dylan is Francis's god goddaughter. Yes. Um, Did you get to meet uh, any of the other cast members or crew? Um, no, but we did meet some people in the audience, which was cool. You know, okay, some other fans. Um, and uh, yeah, we did meet some of the cast members. Actually, we met um, the guy who, the guy with the green, the little alien guy. Little alien guy, okay. He wasn't in dressed that way in the film, but he was up there in the, oh, front, okay. in the beginning. Okay. Remember, he gotcha. had yep. with the with the stick and stuff. Yes, remember, yeah. Um, that you mean the Toxic Avenger? We met the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Um, that's the that's the that's the studio mascot. The studio mascot. We met him. Um, and um. We, um, the deer head we got from Steve, Steve gave it to us. He, he found it somewhere. <laughs> and like, Rachel was like, we can't take that home. Like we're vegetarians or whatever. We're not full vegetarians, but we were mostly vegetarians. And I was like, no, because like somebody's going to mistreat it and we need to be, give it a good home. So, so we gave it like a crown, flower crown around its neck. Okay. Yeah, we we we're gonna give it a good life. And its name is Lincoln. Lincoln. Well, it it should be somewhere where it's appreciated. Yeah. 
You know, the animal is long gone now. It's long gone. That's what I told her. That's what I told her. <laughs> and like, we have to use all parts of the animal. So this is actually like a good example of somebody no, no, using. No, no, it isn't. <laughs> animal heads for mounting is terrible. <laughs> but if it's already been done, it's already been done. Then at least have it someplace where it's going to be appreciated and probably talked to. Yeah, we're going to talk to it. At first she said, that can't sleep in the room with us. But then she said it could, but we didn't have it sleep in the room with us. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you posted that picture three hours before I woke up. <laughs> yeah. So you had quite a long night. Yeah. And then we sort of stayed up more. Rachel, I gave me Rachel breakfast before she had to go to volunteer at the soup kitchen. Um, so. She volunteers at a soup kitchen? Yeah. That's so awesome. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> she said she's be listening, that she's going to be listening. So, Rachel, another thing about you that's awesome. Volunteer <laughs> at a soup kitchen. Yeah, we love you. That's wonderful. Um, so yeah, it was an eventful, eventful night. Here are some people I, that are on my short list that I would like to have on the show from that film. I definitely would love to have Lloyd Kaufman on this show. Uh, I would, Amanda Flowers. Yeah. Um, and the woman who played Lloyd Kaufman's daughter. She was yeah, great. She was great. And the the woman that Lloyd Kaufman's character bought. Oh yeah. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and he very offensively bought a black girl from his mother. So it's essentially like the social warrior just like, You have a real slave. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not give too much away. <laughs> All right, I won't give too much away. All right, well, I'm going to go on to some other things, but if if you like remember something from the party, if you remember something from your clearly you had an after after party, <laughs> we were just sleeping. I called you after after party. I t- kept trying to call you. You weren't answering. Right around f- say maybe three or four o'clock, I started putting together a reggae show. <laughs> uh, you folks at home, you're going to have a great reggae show. But I have that now in my back pocket. For, for, for when I for when I next don't pick up the phone. For things like last week. <laughs> yeah. Well, last week I was um, not doing well for my shot. For my in- I get an injection from the government. From <laughs> I always say from the government. Well, not from the government. I get an injection from my doctor, um, who is a government doctor, but... Um, for my mental health, um, it's an Abilify injection, and it knocks me out. Not to discourage you from taking meds, but it knocks me the fuck out. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get mad. <laughs> but now I know, you know, always have a show in my back pocket. I like those underwear. Thanks. And that cutoff. You look good. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know how you how you wake up at five thirty p.m. and look good by seven. 
I didn't even wake up at 5.30. I woke up at 6.10. I woke up fell asleep. You went back to sleep. That's, I thought you might have. That's why I called you at 6.30. <laughs> so did, did you stay at? No, you, you, went, you stayed at your place. We stayed at my place. Okay. So like I said, something comes back to you. I, I want to I know everything about the whole night. Uh, two weeks ago, <laughs> two weeks ago on the show, we were talking about don't put anything in your butt that doesn't have a flared end because people lose things that way. And on the way home, Lucas was telling me that, that uh, you had to fish something out of somebody I, I d- and right when we were passing a group of people you said this this sentence i'm the friend you call when you lose something in your ass <laughs> we thought it was going to be an overhead heard in new york because they were like <gasps> <laughs> they were so shocked and you said you wanted to talk about the actual incident yeah well he lost a vibrating thing up his bum um and so he was in a lot of pain you know, because something vibrates in you for too long, and you're going to be in a lot of pain. So he was, like, crying. He was like, get it out of me. Get it out of me. And, like, I had gloves on. I was, like, really up, all up in there. Like, I, I couldn't get out for a long time. Just was so lodged in there. Now, did were you guys playing and it got lost, or did did he get get it lost and then call you? He, we were playing, and then he stuck that up on his own accord. I didn't put that in him. I'm, yeah, you you know better. Yeah, he he was just did that like, um, or maybe he he was we were not playing, and, and he had to call me. I'm not sure. I'm actually not sure. Because the way that sentence came out. Yeah, he might have had to call me. I'm afraid to call when you get something stuck. I in think your well, ass. we lived together. I lived together, so it wasn't very hard to call me, but. Um. Yeah. Oh, like from another room? You're just like Kristen. Um. I mean, yeah. Like, um. I think he called me on the phone, but yeah, because I don't think he wanted to, to announce it to the whole building. It was when I lived in that poly house. Oh, the poly the house. The poly cult. The poly cult. The poly house. I, I told my lawyer. He was like, I was in an ayahuasca cult, and I was like, my lawyer said to me, and I was like. I was in a cult too, like a poly cult, and then I told him the name of it, and he was like, oh, I know Hacienda. And I'm like, yeah, it's definitely a cult. <laughs> Sorry, Hacienda. Sorry, Hacienda. <laughs> I've, never, I've never left that house without some sort of psychosexual damage. <laughs> Sorry, Hacienda. But Sorry, Hacienda. But you, you, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to go to their parties. Hope I didn't. Hope we didn't mess that up right now. I know. Now they're never going to want us at their parties. <laughs> I don't know if they want me at their parties anyway. So how did you finally get it out? You just it was just just fishing around <laughs> long enough. I had to like maneuver it, and it wouldn't like, come out a certain way, and like I had to like get get grip on it, and it wouldn't. It was just like really like stuck in there, and I couldn't get the grip, and I eventually just got the grip right, and it was able to just like hold my fist very tightly and then I had to pull it, pull, pull it out while holding on. So we, I had to get like the whole fist pulled out of me. Wow. He's very lucky because that usually is a, a trip to the ER. It really was almost going to be a trip to the ER. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I like was able to, I'm, I'm a very skilled 
Don't 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 exploit this situation that, that I'm telling you that I'm skilled at this job. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know, I know that you don't ever you don't. It has to have a base. It has to have something to stop it from going all the way in. Yep, and it goes far. Believe me, this was an adventure up a butthole. <laughs> Adventures up buttholes. That might be the title of this episode. So these are actually, most of these are my notes from the week for when we were going to be here. So this is last Tuesday night, not, not, it was two Tuesday nights ago. Um, you called me up, you wanted to stay over because you had something to do on Wednesday that you had to be awake for. And of course, we had sex till 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah, was, what, was it for your shot? On Wednesday? And knocked you out for the week or something? Yeah, it was for my shot. It was right before I went to take my shot. We stayed up fucking all night. I made you a, 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 a child's meal. Yeah, he made me like, it was like a little kid's like round pizza. And then it had like an avocado man, a sad avocado man. It's totally, it's, it's a meal that you make for like a seven-year-old who was good at the dentist. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a little person out of an avocado mm-hmm. and, and an individual-sized pepperoni pizza, and then we took some pictures of my butt, or you took some pictures of my butt. That's when you decided you wanted to get banged. I was like, that 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 ass really is asking for it. <laughs> you really, it deserves it. It deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> it deserves it. And you know, look at you. Over six months, no lockup. Six months, no lockup. We have done it. We've done it. (laughs) We've achieved it. (laughs) So sometimes injections are good, even though, God damn it, these motherfuckers keep injecting me, making me, tranquilizing me. (laughs) I'm going to play a little reggae music. Since I since I since I got it all, since I got it since I, you know, put the whole thing together, uh, so we'll play a couple of songs. I'm going to start with this song called "The Harder They Come." It is the title track from a film called "The Harder They Come," which introduced. It, it's just it's the, the the it's the the first film out of Jamaica that really did something outside of Jamaica. It was a huge hit in Jamaica, and I could talk more about it, but uh, let me let me play this song for you first. This is Jimmy Cliff singing The Harder The Harder They Come.
Jimmy Cliff, The Harder They Come. Title track from the soundtrack, title track from the film, Harder They Come. I believe it was 1972 or 73. I'm looking at your underboob. <laughs> 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 so glad you kept them. A lot of people are really happy I kept my tits. <laughs> Lincoln looks like he's crying. To give some context to that Lincoln looks like he's crying. That's what I said, yeah. Yep. Poor Lincoln. Poor Lincoln. Lincoln was like shot like shot crying. He was crying when he was shot. Oh man. <laughs> Forever immortalized in tears. Oh man. Taxidermy's a little creepy. Yeah. I mean, Norman Bates, taxidermist. A little creepy. I like I like taxidermy. You do? Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't buy new taxidermy. No, no, definitely not. But I wouldn't support it. But I'm into it. I'm into the way it looks. Would you, if you lost a pet, would you have a taxidermy? No, absolutely not. Lost it to, like, natural causes? No. Nope. You think that's creepy when people do that? Yeah, that's going too far. It's too much. It's like a stuffed animal of your pet? No. I've I've, I've had Minky for 47 years. (laughs) (laughs) Minky. I've had Minky for 47 years. She's a lovely little Persian. <laughs> Cloud doesn't want to be taxidermied. I would never do it. Mm-mm. Cloning. That I might do. You'd clone your pet? Yeah. Or me? Both. You'd clone me? You, you really want there to be another one of me? No, because then I'd have to raise you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not going to happen. Not not after the way it worked out the first time. Mom's still raising you. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about having kids, you know, if if they come out like you, that's going to be at least a thirty-five year commitment. So mean. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> I was like, wait, you just said, wait, the first time you said the joke, I was like, wait, you just said 34 years. I am 34 years old, though. What's that? The first time you ever said that joke, I was like, wait, did you just say 34 years old? 34, 34 years? Because I am 34 years old. Yep. Took you a minute. You're like, damn it. <laughs> it didn't this- take me a moment. I was just shocked. I was in disbelief you would say that. <laughs> Show some compassion. Show some compassion, Francis. <laughs> One time I told Francis he had to show some compassion because he didn't want to give me whiskey. And I was like, but I only drink whiskey when I'm with you and that's so unfair. And Show some compassion. We've talked about this on the show before and you're so serious about it. You're so serious. Show some compassion. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. You did do that, yeah. I just, I get worried, you know, when when you're 
because this was an evening that we were going to go food shopping and you're going to get on the I get worried about you getting on the subway, you know. That wasn't it. You wanted your drinking for yourself. Well, that too. <laughs> is this already, because this was for my notes from last week, is this already just old news, the slap heard around the world? Which slap? Wow, it really is. Will Smith assaulting <laughs> with slap. I think it's too late. Uh, we could talk about it. Um, it's it's a hard, it's, it's a weird line. You know, you don't want comedians to be slapped because it's not a good idea that people just start assaulting comedians. You know what I mean? But um, Oh, it was plenty, also there are plenty of times I've wanted to, I'll but it's also that. very like he was very wrong to do that joke because he didn't rehearse it. He didn't rehearse it, so you know that's fucked up. And then like so he's already did did it. He did it shadily. You know what I mean? Like you're you're supposed to rehearse all the jokes that should have been rehearsed in the pre-show. It was not um, when they when they rehearsed the whole show. And so he was like throwing something in there that he knew was wrong. You know, and also she has all pe pe all pe pe and the thing is, it's really wrong that he 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 made that movie about about hair in the black woman's movie. Do you know this? I'm listening. He made this documentary, Hair, called Hair, and it was about you know the importance of black women's hair. Who did? Who made it? Chris Rock. Okay. And then, so then, it's really wrong that he fucking went there and made fun of a like a condition that like you know is is affecting black women in their you know he it's it was a little colorblind for him to make that not make that joke but getting slapped takes it too far yeah yeah but i'm still sort of for will smith i'm you know you know i'm not going to use the word assaulted like you did well that's what it is by law it's an assault <laughs> Using the legal definition of the word assault. When I think of assault, I think of like, you fucked somebody up, okay? You slap somebody. It's not an assault. If you spit on someone, that by law is, is, is assault. Well, that's, that's way grosser. That's way grosser. Like, if, if, if Will Smith had spit on him, I would be really concerned then. Okay? In the middle of COVID, somebody spitting on you? Gross. A slap is a slap. An assault is an assault. A slap is an assault. Which <laughs> is not what I think of. Like I don't think of like the way that that hit went down. I don't think of that as an assault. You know. <laughs> All right. Hey, 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 hey! Check this out. Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to present. Four amazing bands at an outstanding local venue for an evening of rocking music. Join us on Friday, May 20th at 7.30. Wow, that's not that's that's a ways away. Join us on Friday, May 20th at 7.30 for a night with 7th Grade Girl Fight, Dirt Bikes, Barrette, and Castle Black at none other than Ridgewood's own Bar Frida. 801 Seneca Avenue. Tickets are $10, just 10 bucks. You can get them at the venue. 
Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and to promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Show some compassion! Give us money. So all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity or any charity. If you're not using that, if you're using Amazon, use Amazon Smile because you pay this exact same amount and someone gets someone gets something. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. So do all those things, please, if you can. Show some compassion. Uh, here's another song that was in the film The Harder They Come this is uh, Sweet and Dandy
Toots and the Maytals, Sweet and Dandy, 1969. When it was written and a performance of it was included in the film, The Harder They Fall. The Harder They Fall is, uh, it's actually based on a true story. The Harder They Fall, the basic plot of it is this guy, he, 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 he lives in, he's, he's, he's country. He moves to Kingston and all kinds of fucked up shit happens to him and he gets in trouble with the police he shoots and kills a policeman and then three cops find out where he's been hanging out and they burst in he shoots and kills all three of them also he had recorded the main character had recorded two songs the harder they come and you can get it if you really want and he was like fucked over by the record company he was only paid like twenty dollars and he doesn't get any royalties so he he's becoming more and more of a folk hero as he as he eludes the police and so of course the song the the his uh his music is now becoming very 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 popular and uh and you know and eventually the police do corner him there are tons of Tons of police were, were going after him. Eventually, they do they do corner him, and and he 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 gets shot. Um, and it's the movie is based on a real person who lived. He was born in 1924. He died at the age of 24 in 1948. So that there's no chance he was a, a reggae artist because reggae didn't come into reggae didn't exist in the 40s so that part of the story they they made up but by making up that part they could they were able to have so much great music in this film music is so much a part of this film the harder they fall so you know folk heroes people change things that actually happened you know oh yeah it's so funny by the time the story gets told (laughs) yes yeah but uh, there are things from there are things that 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 did stand that do that that we can know was accurate and real. Uh, he he sent he he sent letters to the newspaper taunting the police, and those uh, newspaper clippings are still in existence. So those things you know are real. That part you know is real. He was taunting the police through the newspapers. I taunt the police too. sorry about it policeman sorry about it (laughs) mostly just because i'm insane six months no lockup six months no lockup though the police have not taken me in six months they like they like me and rachel the police they they like us together Everyone Good. does. Everyone does. Yeah. 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 They, they, they like, because the police still watch me. I can see them watching me. They like report on me when I'm like walking by. Um, yeah, I can hear them in the cars reporting on, where, on my whereabouts and what I'm doing and how I'm doing. But they, they, they like genuinely like me and Rachel. We were like together with the police over there one day and we were skipping. Skipping. <laughs> yeah. Rachel will do that. She'll get you skipping. Oh, yeah. She'll get you skipping. So when I was telling. That uh, you know all about that historical figure in Jamaica. You you immediately got on your phone. Was it like, oh, the old man's going into a story? <laughs> this is going to take a while. <laughs> What's happening on Instagram? Yeah. Yep. I knew it. 
I knew it wasn't like you got a text or something. It was like, okay, grandpa's got a story. Go on Instagram, see a puppy. Sorry, babe. <laughs> I mean, you've you've even said it. I'm going to bring some art supplies in case you know, in case you go into a story. <laughs> You hate when I do that, when I start drawing during during the radio show? No, no, no. Not not if it's like you have something that has to come out of you. But if it's to distract you from like <laughs> Grandpa Hall going into a story. <laughs> come on, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting stuff. It's, it's, I think it's it's cool that I that I that I know so much about where this song came from and what it's about. It is cool. I just want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard enough of your stories. You never heard me talk about that stuff. You're right. That was a new story. I I was listening to the story. He he he's not a reggae. He's not he's not a real reggae performer. That's all you got out of it. <laughs> <laughs> They change stories. People change stories. You can't trust stories. People change stories, yeah. That's what I got out of the, your, the gist of what you said. It's like, did, did you ever do this thing? I think they called it the telephone game. Uh, it, it, summer camp. Oh, we played that all the time. Yeah. yeah. So you'd say a sentence, you'd whisper a sentence into someone's ear, and you'd all be in a circle. And by the time it got back to you, it was a totally different sentence. I got to pee, but I'm not going to. I'll play a song. Are you sure? Yeah. No, it's okay. Go uh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I play some music. Don't sit here uncomfortable. All right. Go ahead. Because then that's going to be like... Anyway, this is not from that film. This is uh, just a song I really like. I really like early reggae. I'm, I, I dig it. This is Desmond Decker and Israel, Israelites. Israelites. So that every mouth can be fed Choices ago, I don't want to end up like Bonnie and Clyde. 
Desmond Decker and the Aces, Israelites, 1968, was it? Yeah, 1968. So that's pretty early for reggae music. I'm gonna I'm gonna bust out another one for you. Let's uh, let's uh, you know everyone's heard Bob Bob Marley. Let's let's get you something that maybe you haven't heard before. You might have heard this on my show. This is a uh, Yellow Man, Mr. Chin. I really like Yellow Man, and this would be uh, I think yeah, 1982. Hey, Miss Achin, every day you give me plebs, plebs, plebs. Want to the left side, be a lion style. Oh yeah, Miss Achin, but you facing the right thing, Miss Achin. But you facing the right thing, Miss Achin. But you facing the right thing, every morning you get to put in supermarket. All I see is flour and biscuit. Me can't get no flour in a brown paper bag. Say all I see is the plastic bag, Miss Achin. But you facing the right thing, Miss Achin. You facing the right thing. Say all you got to do, you got to do your own thing. Say walk to the soft drink and I dig it. Never know Miss Achin could a sing. They never know Miss Achin could a sing. Ung lang shang lang, ung lang pai. Ung lang shang lang pai. A picky pie pie, a picky picky pie 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 I miss a chin, boy you feel silly writing I miss a chin, boy you feel silly writing Him have one daughter, she named Ting Ling hey, That the girl live a pants and spring Me make love to her, yeah, yeah she start sing Ung lang shang lang, ung lang pie Yellow man darling why You be the husband, me be the I love you till the day I die. That a Sanjali, Sanjali. Me make love to her, she a go like Chinese. I'm functioning from yellow men kiss me. Ah, slang dang dang dilly dilly. Do it. Ah, slang dang dilly dang dilly. Murderer. Hey, me satin. Boy, you be the right thing, I'm Miss Achin. Boy, you be the right thing, I'm Miss Achin. Boy, you be the right thing, you do hide the goods under the counter. It's a green collie price inspector. I carry you got a coat, you pay a thousand dollars, I'm Miss Achin. Boy, you be the right thing, I'm Miss Achin. Boy, you be the right thing, they never know Miss Achin could sing. A picky picky bye bye po. A picky picky bye bye po. A miss a chin. Boy, you feel the right thing. A miss a chin. Boy, you feel the right thing. A miss a chin. You feel the right thing. Jah know I say me fat. Jah know me no sweet. But all you got to do, you got to do your own thing. But you know you don't wanna keep your rocking and you swing. A miss a chin. Boy, you feel the right thing. A miss a chin. Murderer! Murderer! Right!
<laughs> that was good. That was good, baby. Yellow Man. Yeah, you like Yellow Man. Yeah. Because there's a lot of uh, uh, rap elements to his style. Yeah, yeah. And I know you like rap. I like reggae, too. But, yeah, that, he's good. He's good. He's, yeah, he is. He is. Some reggae is better than other reggae, just like any any genre. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Calvin said that he did not really care for reggae, but he's liked everything that I've played. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of bad reggae, just like any genre. Well, it gets... It, it, it became commercialized a lot once, you know, once... It once be, it became popular. Once it became popular and it got a real kind of... Uh, too clean of a sound yeah i want to say and the stuff that i play um and the the stuff that i like was i like the early stuff before there before it was even discovered in america when the only people who knew about reggae music were people in jamaica and other musicians you know it wasn't until it was 1974 that eric clapton covered bob marley's i shot the sheriff and you know that's when that that's sort of when America started hearing about that. That was that was like the first kind of re- reggae song that that made any impact in America. So that was seventy four. I'm playing stuff from sixty eight, sixty nine, seventy one. With in this case eighty two with with Yellow Man. I'm not I'm not Grandpa Hall right now. What are you doing? Somebody just said that they went to Pump's Bar. Okay. And it's not the same crowd and it's not the same vibe. And it's sad. It's sad when, when your bars have changed because I've is. noticed that same thing too. You know, I guess it's just getting older. You see your bars go. Yep. Yes, you do. To a different. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the same crowd at Pump's anymore. It's still a great bar, but it's really not the same crowd. Yeah, well, you know, two years in a pandemic, that's going to change a whole lot of shit. Yeah. You are listening to Art Star Scene Radio, a.k.a. A Safe Space Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Coming up next in 10 minutes, it's going to be The Circuit, hosted by the other Courtney Love. Did you know Courtney Love is the name of the person who follows us? No. Yes. We like her. Do you know her? Well, the 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 Courtney Love, the 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 big star. She came to a Face Boys Follies. Are you talking about that one or the one that that follows us? Do you know the one that follows us? No, but we see her. You know, during the transition, hear a little bit of what she plays. What when we're getting ready to go, and I think that she's. I think she's great. She's just has a really, I like her a lot. really nice personality. I like um, her a lot. I like her a lot. I think she. I didn't know Courtney Love was her name. Yeah. I'm sorry. So she goes by the other Courtney Love. I, I, I'm I really bad at names. What's the name of the guy who's before us? I don't know. <laughs> Sam Wolf. <laughs> I really I like know. Sam, too. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm terrible at names. You'll remember Courtney Love. No, I remember Courtney Love, but I follow her on Instagram. I don't know why I didn't know that that's what her Facebook, her that's her Instagram handler. I don't know. I think I think her Instagram is the Circuit. 
That's what I was saying. Yeah. That's why I was confused. I thought you meant when at first when you meant followed us, I thought you meant like a follower. And no, then follows us. In the then, radio then, then then I understood what you're saying. Yeah, I didn't know that she went by the other Courtney Love. Yeah, because the circuit is her. Well, Instagram her name is Courtney Love, and her Instagram is is the circuit. So you, the circuit. So you probably yeah probably didn't know her name is Courtney Love. I knew the circuit. But yeah, the, the the famous Courtney Love came to one of my shows, and at the Bowery Poetry Club. They're both famous. Just kidding. But kind of. No, that's super famous. The super famous. <laughs> They are both famous in their own right. But the super famous Courtney Love came to your show. That's cool. And you had gone to one of them with your wife. Yeah. Yep. I came with my wife. My wife was like, you go up and talk to him. You go up and talk to him. He gets all the hot girls. And I was like, I can't. 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 He's too cool. (laughs) It's so funny. People think that. And they get to know me. You know, and then they're like, I, oh, he can't even leave the house. <laughs> you get to know me, and before you know it, you're fucking on Instagram when I'm telling a story. Oh, my God, <laughs> babe. I've been with you for seven years. I Sometimes I got to go on Instagram. Almost eight. So You guys always complain. You, My partners always complain when I'm not paying them full 100% attention. It's an hour a week, the show. It's an hour a week. <laughs> show some compassion. It's one hour a week. To not be on Instagram <laughs> one hour a week. All right, I'll show you, I'll show you some compassion. Hey, what's on your OnlyFans? Tell people about your OnlyFans. Well, I haven't been posting a lot lately, but there's still a lot up there. There's still a lot of content up there. You know, where um, do they find it? www.onlyfans.com/slash Luca L U C A T I A M O R E Luca T M O R E. What can you find there that's up there now? Me fucking. Mostly, mostly me fucking Steve because he's the one who's willing to do porn with me. So don't complain about that because you're not willing to do porn with me. I'm not complaining. Um, I'm here helping you promote. Yeah. There was one post I was supposed to post, but I never did because I, we, we, me and Rachel were like, I think this is racist. Like, like it, they, like it was supposed to be like this is this black guy fucked me, and like they were trying to entitle it. My friend Gary, my my partner Gary, he was trying to entitle it BBC fucks like lesbians or something because Rachel was underneath me, and like I was like, no, I don't. This is like offensive. I think I think this, and like, he was like, this is how they title porn. This is how they title porn, and I was like. I just I find it really offensive, like big black hawk. Like that sounds offensive. Like I don't know, and like the lesbian, the, the whole thing is really wrong. I think. <laughs> yeah, but that's it's porn, you know. Porn is supposed to be wrong. Porn is often wrong. It's just often wrong. It's the the <laughs> titles are are often really really wrong. Well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You don't have to. You I don't, don't want, want to play to. into that bad. If you don't want to. You don't have to. I don't want to play into that bad shit. Don't play into that bad shit. <laughs> I'm like I'm like this is definitely racist though. Definitely racist. <laughs> I guess maybe it's racism for the right direction. No, it's not. It's not. It's just racism. It's racist. It's just racist. It's just racist. It's like, it's just racist. And nobody can blame you for not wanting to be privy to it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, this is not appropriate. 
wait, wait, that's allowed? I was like, that's allowed? You're allowed to write that? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's what they wanted to entitle it. BBC fucks. You really want to have your head fucked with? Go to a porn site and where they have the search feature, put in feminist. <laughs> what is it? It's terrible. It's terrible. Did they kill them? No. <laughs> it's not that far, but it's like, yeah, feminist gets put in her place. It's that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's oh, terrible. God. It's terrible. And I was actually like, you know, looking for, you know, some something that was female empowerment. I really did want to do like, I really did want to do like feminism porn at one point. And what's that mean to you? Like, like we would talk at the same time. We would like talk about what's going on. Okay. Wow, we're fucking. Yeah. Like do some like like I for a while I wanted to do like art porn where like the only way you would see the porn people would be like through looking at our art as well. I had a whole like thing set up for that. But then you grow old and you just put up regular porn. You're like whatever, just go to my only fans, buy it. Luca T. Amore. Yeah. L-U-C-A-T-I-A-M-O-R-E. Luca! Luca! Surprise, Courtney isn't here yet. Maybe she's doing remote today. Maybe she's doing remote today. Hi, Courtney. If you're listening to us. She has been listening, at least towards the the end. I'm sorry I didn't know your name, Courtney. I'm just very... Very, very bad with names. I don't think I'll forget it now that it's Courtney Love, though. I don't think I'd heard her name, because I think I would have remembered that. You'd remember Courtney Love. Yeah, yeah. I think I just thought of her as the circuit. (laughs) (laughs) I think of people based on their Instagram names. Oh, my God. Uh, Johnny Bizarre. I don't know if you know Johnny Bizarre, but, uh, you know, he, 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 like... Does stuff where he like attaches weights to his balls and his penis and tons of weights, like really too much. Anyway, he always called me Faceboys Follies. He called me by the name of my show. Oh, <laughs> hey, Faceboys Follies. Hey, hey, hey. Faceboys Follies. Uh, uh, uh. I think I do know Johnny Bizarre. Yeah, now that I did the voice. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was in our wrestling show. Could be. Faceboys Follies. I do know him, I think. Well, look, we are at the end of our show. We've only got a minute left. So thank you so much. Thank you very much for joining us here. Hope this was a good show. Totally. And remember, show yourself some love. And some compassion. And some compassion. And show some to others. It's important, and you know that it is. Thank you all so much. Have a great day. Did you get that from Mr. Rogers? Nope. (laughs) Yellow man, I'm getting married. She am yellow, baby, and I'm gonna mind it. So take me to the church on time. But you mean, man, say if. You think I'm sexy Your little girl reach out and touch me